So Leandro, thank you so much for the invite. What an incredible space you have here. So tell me, what am I going to learn today? What's in store for me? Welcome, Alex. First of all, thank you for coming. Uh, I'm really glad you made it to our showroom. So we're going to focus on mainly two things. Okay. Uh, first, we're going to start with uh, our approach, how we go about it. In the, in the first part, we discuss what the problem is, what the challenges are, and we would like to introduce our service, solution design service. Okay. That's how we uh, work together with retailers to, to decide what's next step. Uh, and secondly, we're going to, to focus on the three top priorities that we think are the main challenges of retailers today when it comes to loss prevention. And we are going to show you specifically solutions around that. Chris, lovely to meet you. I've spent some time with Leandro and he's been taking me through the ETAB way and he's going to talk me through what you do in your in demo suite later. But I'm just curious if you don't mind telling us a little bit about what you do and how you help customers. Yeah, sure. So my, my role is uh, Vice President of Solution Design. It covers different services, but specifically, for, I think for this conversation, it's around how do we actually improve the experience for the retailers, customers. And our role, essentially, if you take that as the main heart, all about experience, there's a halo effect of the other things that we specifically pull out to ensure that we safeguard. Yeah, so we mitigate risk to ensure that while improving that experience, especially in the current climate, the efficiency is key here. We look at reducing costs in store because you know to run stores today, energy-wise and uh, you know general cost of living is a quite yeah, tasky event. And then finally, you know we want to improve sales and conversion. So you kind of got four things with experience in the heart, making sure that the other three kind of spur off that as a halo effect. Go ahead. Um, but every every customer has a different specific. Um, there's some common threads. Yeah. But we work with the uh, overall solution design to run workshops, work with the senior leadership team, really understand the strategy and the pains and gains, but through the, the consumer's lens. But you know, rather than me get into the specifics, um, why don't I let Leandro sort of take you around uh, the showroom and show you some of the examples? Brilliant, thank you. So yeah, we're, we're actually in the demo room. Yeah. Thank you, tell me what we're gonna see. As you can see, there is a lot to see in the, in the showroom, Yeah, but we, we are going to focus on the top three challenges that uh, we believe retailers are facing at the moment. First one is around customer guidance and yeah. how we make sure that the customers are following the sitting through. So I, I can't steal anything yeah, right now. I hope you're not. Oh, no, the, the yeah. red lights have come on straight. Right? I better put it back. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's uh, again, the first use case. Okay. And then the second is going to be around high-value items and okay. how we protect high-value items without... Is there, is there a figure for high-value items? Is there, like, from your experience, yeah. is there a number i don't know is it more than five euros but what's a high it depends value? on the retailer okay. so we are for example talking about a uh, beer wines and spirits okay it depends a lot on the range of that retailer but where we're seeing is that before retailers were protecting i don't know wines over 30 euros but now it's that that okay. range is going down so i remember in the yeah. u.s it was shampoo and stuff yeah, i was beginning exactly. to see so, shaving stuff yeah, behind threshold is, it's going it's lower. Yeah, yeah. It's lower every okay. time so Second, it's going to be around high value items. And third is going to be as around self-checkout area, which is probably the top uh, challenge at the moment. Okay. So yeah, we're here. We are in the, in the first uh, use case. Uh, this is around how we guide customers through the store. It could be an entrance and gate like this one. It could be exit. It could be within the, any specific area or section within the store. For example, we're deploying these kind of solutions around the beer, wine and spirits. So within the store for a specific area. Got you. And there is a so I've got thousands of aisles. Yeah, I don't necessarily need to deploy gates at the beginning of my thing. I can just deploy it on the 
on the area that's Very most relevant yeah, to yeah, me. It's up to, it's up to the challenges that you are facing. Got you. And there is a big element of design, so it's not just the, the, the hardware or just the equipment. And are these like RFID gates? Like, you know, the ones I'm used to seeing, you know, like the big things in the... In these cases for, for entrance, what yeah. you're seeing, but in the case of the exit gates, it comes with RFID integrated on them. So... Got you. Yeah, you don't need both the solution. Beer, spirits and wines, a headache through the whole store in terms of <laughs> protecting these things and then stopping uh, it going out, and then the friction that it introduces in the experience. How are these any different? I would say that it's not lo not only beer, spirits and wines, but also high-value items in general. The okay. same principle applies for electronics or any high-value item that you have in the store. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're working a lot with the smart tags, yeah. and with this we are protecting the assets and at the same time improving the customer experience and also... Uh, making sure that we that we drive operational efficiency because to manage these tags and to uh, log the the tags it's uh, much faster than in traditional tags. And how and how is that? Why? In for example, uh, putting a tag with a traditional tag will take a few seconds because, yeah. for example, in this case you have these uh, bottlenecks yeah, yeah, tags. Yeah. It will take anywhere from ten to twenty seconds. In this case, it takes a couple of seconds. Yeah, and then to release it again. Traditional tags could take anywhere from 30 to 40 seconds, and in this case, it's automatic. It will be. Oh, right. So you don't have to wait for someone to come to the till to release it. And it also, it's much, much harder to, to release it um, by your own means. So it's also. Safe. And so then, is this tracked through the store? It will track the items through the store. So we also have more control on what's being done with, with the high value items. Yeah. Fantastic. We've had a whistle stop tour through the top three use case. And now we're at pay, the final part of my customer experience and my path to purchase. So what are we doing here then? What what are we looking at specifically? So, so far we have uh, focused on the first two use cases, uh, customer flow and customer guidance, how to make sure that the clients uh, follow the, the, the path the, on the shop floor that we believe are the right ones and yeah. to mitigate risk. Uh, then we went through asset protection and how we do that again in a way that it, uh, not, it not only mitigates risk, but also uh, drives uh, efficiency and uh, improves the customer experience. Yeah. And here we are in the last bit of the, of the customer mission, uh, pay and exit. So we have a few technologies, uh, probably more than 10 use cases are covered in this area. Wow, okay. But uh, if we focus on the main uh, two or three, which are the ones driving more value to, yeah. to the uh, retailers and to the end customers actually would be uh, fraud detection at the self-checkout yeah. and then how do we manage the exit from the self-checkout in a way that we can make sure that that uh, flow is as seamless as possible for, for the customers. Okay, well let's take a look. I can see that it's already got computer vision here and we're looking at a screen. So what are we looking at? This is a, we call it fraud detection solution. Of okay. course. And it uh, addresses different use cases. One is non-scan. Uh, second one is product switch. So typical use case that uh, someone will take a bottle of wine and put a label of uh, bananas yeah. or whatever. And then the basket not empty. So okay. you finish scanning, you pay, but actually you have left products on the, on the basket. basket. Okay, so let's see. Depending on the customer behavior, we track it with our AI uh, platform. Okay. If you scan and you put the product on, on the That's loading bay, that's a bottle of olive yeah. oil. I've seen at two pound fifty. Yeah, <laughs> two euros fifty. But then, if you, for example, do not scan and you skip, and then product put the product directly, 
then you can see that there is a, an exception in the system. Oh, okay. And that will trigger an alert to the checkout manager that once you finish the, the, the transaction and you're ready to pay, it will uh, trigger this action for someone to come. So, Leandro, you've taken me through how you, on a path to purchase, on your shopping machine, you come into the store, high-value items are the asset protected, how you're using computer vision, AI, and data at the checkout. What happens on my exit? Well, we follow with the same principle to try to mitigate risk without adding friction yeah. to the major. So I can just walk out? Exactly. If you follow the, the, the path that it's supposed to be followed by customers, you enter the self-checkout area, you scan your items, you pay, you get the confirmation that the, that the customer has paid. Yeah. The gate will so if I'm a bad actor, the sensor said that that item hasn't gone through, what happens there then? Or you didn't pay, we didn't do the confirmation, you didn't follow the, the, the normal flow within the self-checkout area, the gates will not open and you will need an intervention. All right, so that happens automatically, automatically. without any intervention. Exactly. Thank you so much for taking the time and talking me through all these different experiences. How can people find out more? Of course, they can find us on our website, itab.com, itab.com, mm -hmm. or in LinkedIn, and uh, we can get in touch and we can dive into more details on any of the uh, challenges that we have discussed today. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye -bye.